0: Hey everyone, it's Kat, and this week's episode is going to be surrounded by the Black Lives Matter movement. Uh, If that's something that makes you uncomfortable, you're more than welcome to leave, but I do suggest and recommend that you do stay and listen so that you can finally get a chance to open your mind to what is actually going on in the world, um, and it needs to change. So I'm going to start off by mentioning for those of you who don't know and for those of you who do know, uh this weekend specifically or this past week, the world has been overwhelmed with protests, uh whether nonviolent or violent or non-violent that have turned violent due to the um reactions from the police officers involved or the law enforcement involved. Um I would like to start off by reading a excerpt that has been going around excerpt quote I don't think it's a quote but it's something that's been going around all weekend I've shared it multiple times on TikTok on Instagram I'm not sure if I shared it on Facebook but I know that I've shared it multiple times this, just this past weekend um that reads I'm not black but I see you I am not black but I hear you I am not black but I mourn with you and it is shared with the hashtag black voices Heard. Uh I think that is something that is so strong, so powerful. Uh it allows especially as somebody of privilege or somebody with privilege um to know and to speak and to mean and to share because it is so important that we don't let them fight this battle by themselves that we help them fight this battle because the fact of the matter is the battle can't be one without all of us coming together and fighting it together. Um, I would also like to say that I am of two minds. I actually, it took me a while. I thought of this all weekend and I so badly wanted to record it on the weekend, but I refrained because I just kind of wanted to see how things played out a little bit. Uh, I've been talking about this all weekend, sharing it with people, um, You know, sharing videos of protests, sharing videos of violence uh, or hate crimes by the police officers, by law enforcement all around America, all around the world. Uh, I do want to know that um, before protests started in Canada, like Toronto, Montreal are the ones that I know of. a lot of people were going around and saying, like, I'm so proud to be a Canadian. It doesn't exist here. But it does. And that is a misconception. Uh, I think the difference is in America, it is more talked about. And in Canada, we talk about it less. I don't know if it's because we're trying to hold up this facade that we're good people and that we're nice people. But the fact of the matter is that racism exists here as well as in the States. Um, and it needs to end. Uh, so... What started this huge, huge, huge movement. Mind you, people have been fighting racism for years and years and years and decades. And as it's gotten better, it still exists and it still needs to be ended. It needs to be put to rest because, for lack of better words, it's bullshit. We all bleed the same. You know, we're all human. We all cry. We all have feelings. We all have hearts. We all breathe. Like if we can breathe the same air, why can't we live with the same privileges? If we bleed the same, why can't we live with the same privileges? And that doesn't just go to, obviously, black, um, the black population, but it also goes to, like, indigenous people. Like, a lot of people, and a lot of others that experience racism, um, to a really horrible degree. Uh, I think it sucks that, we have to, as as people, we we have to wait till something so terrible happens, like a death caused by a police officer, caused by somebody who's supposed to be protecting everybody, um, to an innocent person. Like it just, it doesn't make sense. It sucks that we have to wait till something like that happens for the movements to begin. But the movement has started. And I'm going to tell you guys that I don't think it's any coincidence that it happened right now. And it sucks. And I am so sorry to the family of George Floyd and to every other um, person that has died at the hands of law enforcement because of the color of their skin or because of their, their ethnicity or background or the fact that they're not white. It sucks. It's stupid. And I don't stand for it. Um, I will say that, uh, again, I am of two minds. I feel, I feel terrible for everybody that has to fight this battle because it shouldn't be a battle that has to be fought. It's silly. I watched a video, uh, this weekend of a police officer, black police officer, um, teaching his son, like his, his, I don't know how old his son was. Putting him in the same position that George Floyd was held in with a knee to his neck um, to teach him how to relax his body if this ever happens so that he doesn't die. That is a lesson that should not have to be taught. And if you don't think that that's the truth, then you need to check yourself because it is the truth. Um... I've noticed on my social media on TikTok. So the way that TikTok works, if you guys don't know, uh is the algorithm will only share with you on your for you page the videos that are rel- related to what you share and what you what you look at and what you like and whatever. That is how the algorithm works. And my while i still have some stupid ass videos on my for you page majority of it this weekend was all about the black all uh sorry the black lives matter movement and the anti all lives matter movement the fact of the matter is let's just say it right now and put that shit to rest all lives do matter but until black lives matter all lives don't matter so anybody that comes back at the argument of black lives matter not argument But the debate that black lives matter with, oh, but that all lives matter. Uh, yeah. But if we're treating black people as though they don't matter and their lives mean nothing, then what the hell are we fighting for saying that all lives matter? It's bullshit. It's bullshit. Anyway, let's get away from that. Um. So... In a lot of places, the protests started off nonviolently, And it was just peace- peaceful protests, people there with signs, sitting there, you know, in front of uh, police buildings and and that sort of thing, um, just peacefully protesting. And obviously, police officers right now are scared. And this is where the two minds comes in. I feel for the police officers that aren't racist the ones that go there and went into that career field to make a difference to serve and protect they take an oath when they become police officers so I feel horrible for the ones that are they have to right now Every all the police officers whether they're racist or not are in the line of fire and it sucks it's probably terrifying to them terrifying to their families. But in that same vein, there are a lot of police officers or a lot of people, as humans, this is something that we do. There are studies that show it, that it's that mob mentality of like, if I walk into a situation, let's say I walk onto a bus okay, and I see that somebody's like passed out, he looks like he's in distress, but I see that nobody else is really doing anything. Chances are because I see that this is happening and this was happening before I got on the bus and nobody else is really worried about it, chances are I'm going to ignore it and I think that's kind of what happens um, in a lot of situations. Police officers are people. Um what sucks is the fact that there are officers that are impartial uh or sorry or not impartial. There are officers that are fucking racist. And it's very clear because the officer that killed George Floyd, it there there is no other explanation other than the fact that it was a hate crime and he was racist. There's no other explanation. His life was not in danger as a police officer. George Floyd was unarmed. George Floyd was sitting there begging for his life and what pisses me off, and I don't know if people take this into account, it's already a big deal that he was literally kneeled on a man's neck with his full body weight. That's at least like 200 pounds. Full body weight with his knee on somebody's neck. But what people, I think, fail to understand is that um, he was probably even heavier than that. Just off of the simple fact that he was irritated. He was probably, like, in a shot of adrenaline because of what was going on. People recording. People... Like cameras all around his face, and he has this fucking machoism, and decides, "Nope, I'm gonna do this," and probably jabbed his knee in even further and this is all hearsay, it's all alleged, this is my opinion, but I think about it when you're mad, your strength level goes up like it it just it's higher than it would if you were just a normal day. I can punch you in the face on a normal day or I can punch you in the face when I'm mad. Which one's going to hurt more? Probably the one where I'm angry and full of adrenaline and pissed off. That's going to hurt more. So it's already bad enough that he had his knee on his neck, but it was made worse by the fact that he was this macho-ass man who kind of already went too far with the fact that he's already on camera and now he's angry, probably nervous about what's going to happen. And not like not to give him any sort of validation for this, but that can also f- fog what's going on. So maybe there's a possibility that he he didn't, he was so in his head and so in that moment that he probably maybe didn't even hear uh, George Floyd saying, I can't breathe. But that is no excuse. That is no excuse for uh, the police officer that, that murdered him and that is no excuse For the other police officers that stood by and watched and said nothing, said absolutely nothing. I understand there is an oath. I understand that you guys work together. I understand that you protect each other. But I also understand, or it should be the understanding, that you took an oath to serve and protect your community. Are black people not part of the community? because that's what it seems like when shit like this goes down and George Floyd is only one example. George Floyd is the example that caused this huge like stir up in the in the world right now. And like I was saying earlier, I think the universe this was all coming. Um I'm very um into the spiritual world and um I watch a lot of, or I, I've i heard a lot of tarot readings and um this is gonna sound silly for people who don't believe in this stuff, but even hypnotism of speaking to people's higher selves. And there have been predictions that this was coming. People have known in the spiritual realm of life that something this huge was coming. It's interesting But no coincidence, because I don't believe coincidences exist, that this is happening right now when people are home, when people are listening, when people are watching. This weekend, quarantine went out the fucking window, as it should. As it should. Because people of all races, all colors, all ethnicities came together to fight a bigger power. That is how we fight things that is how we change we don't have all the black people go out and fight for their rights while the white people sit at home and pretend like nothing is going on i'm sorry but silence in this situation as a white person or as a person who is not black if you are silent you're part of the problem or you're maybe not part of the problem but you're adding to the problem this is not the time to be silent. This is not the time to pretend like nothing is going on. This is not the time to ignore the fact that white people have privilege. Whether you realize it or not, we do. I don't, I'm not gonna mention any names, but I had one of my one of my good friends this weekend uh, put, post on her Instagram story something about how being black is having to Search up racism laws in a place around the world where you want to visit and that broke my fucking heart and that is where I didn't realize my white privilege because I would have never even thought that that was a thing. I was so ignorant to the fact that it is so much more than police brutality. It is living their lives every day in fear, having to make decisions based on what might happen, living your life in constant chronic stress because that's what it ends up being, is you live your life stressed all the time. This causes heart disease. This causes other health issues that, you know, shouldn't be there (laughs) otherwise. When you have to live your life in fear of walking down the street, here's the thing, I'm not not trying to compare or anything, but even as a woman, imagine being a woman walking the streets at midnight, one o'clock in the morning when it's dark outside by yourself, you, are on a high alert, or you should be if you're not. You're on a high alert the entire time that you're walking, kind of like paying attention to your surroundings, trying to figure out if somebody's walking behind you, noticing all the cars driving by. Imagine that being your whole fucking life. Imagine that being your life. As a parent, I am not a parent, but as a parent, I know that when your kids leave the house, you're constantly... Worried about them if they go to a party when they're in high school or they go out with their friends for the first time or they're outside playing in the neighborhood while you're inside cooking with their friends and you're in this fear of like okay you're kind of always in the back of your head like you know they're a kid they need to explore they need to live their lives but at the same time you're scared that something might happen to them imagine being a minority imagine being black and you're not just worried that oh you know they're gonna get hit by a car or they're gonna get lost or they're gonna drink and you know get drunk and do something stupid you're afraid of the people who are supposed to be protecting your children you're afraid that they're gonna do something where is your protection? Where where, where does that even start to sound like it should be normal? It's not normal. That should never happen. You should never have to worry that your child is just going to be walking down the street and get pulled over by a police officer, thrown to the ground, handcuffed, arrested, beaten. You should never, ever, ever have to deal with that. I am not a parent. No. But I have parents. I work with children for a living, you know, as a human being, you worry about your family, your loved ones, your friends. Imagine that being your child. Imagine being a person sitting in your car and you have to adjust where your license and registration is in the car in the case that you get pulled over. By a police officer, ask for your license and registration, lean over to go to the glove compartment, get called out of your car because automatically they assume that you're you like going and grab a weapon. That can change your life in one second. Why is that okay? I understand that as a police officer, your job is not easy. I understand that it is not all police officers. I understand that like... Oh, I can't even, I I can't, I can't even. This gets me so riled up because it's so frustrating because as a white person, I can have my license in my purse and I can have my registration in my glove compartment and I can lean over for either one and it's not even questioned. It's not questioned. But if I was black, if the color of my skin were different, there would be a question. Why? Why? I'm not going to sit here and say that I was ignorant to a lot of these facts before this weekend. But here's the thing. Knowledge is power, everyone. Educating yourself on what is happening. Educating yourself on the injustice. Not trusting every single person. Like, we sit here and we trust the justice system. We sit here and we trust... The government, we sit here and we trust a lot of people that we probably shouldn't trust because there are a lot of people in power that probably shouldn't fucking be in power. And I'm not going to get into like conspiracy theories and shit, but this is the reality of it. There are good cops and there are bad cops. There are good people and there are bad people. How do you differentiate by the color of their skin? Are you okay? Like, does that make sense to you? For all the white people listening, educate yourselves. Ask your black friends in this moment, because I know that I've struggled with this in the past, and I struggled with it especially this weekend, is I don't know how to help you. I don't know how to help. So my way of helping has been to post, has been to make videos, to spread awareness, has been to share videos that spread awareness of what's going on in the world and the injustice and all that stuff, to make this podcast, to have a voice, no matter how small, when you're on the right side of the voice, it will be heard, plain and simple i'm just gonna go on i wrote a few names that have happened in the past few years uh in canada and the states of black people who have died at the hands of police officers i'm just gonna read off a few um and for those of you i think most of these are well yeah most of them are canadian so if you are one of those people who think that we don't have racism racism in canada Here's me proving you wrong. George Floyd, the most recent, suffocated at the hands of a police officer with his knee to his neck. Ahmaud Aubrey running, going for a jog, goes into a house that he doesn't know, one that's under construction, looks around, ends up leaving, continues running, is chased down by a retired police officer and his son, who apparently were going to going in order to, uh, do a citizen's arrest because they assumed because of, and this is alleged the color of his skin because of the color of his skin, he must be doing something wrong. Okay. Shot him dead. Trayvon Martin, Deandre Campbell, Brampton, Ontario. I don't know how to say this name, Meshwara Madut, Winnipeg. Nicholas Gibbs, Montreal. Orlando Brown, Barrie, Ontario. Pierre Coriolan, Cour- Montreal. Botham Jean, shot in his apartment by a police officer who walked in. The, this is alleged. This is according to her. Walked in thinking it was her apartment. And that somebody was in her apartment. And decided rather than to call for backup, I'm just going to shoot. Why is this okay guys? This is just to name a few. This is just in the past like year probably or few years. This is not okay. This is not okay. Now is the time. We are home. We are quarantined. We are waking. We are watching the news. We are watching social media. Mind you, Mainstream media, guys, you're going to hear a lot of bullshit and a lot of sensory. So you want the truth? You go look at social media. You go look at people's real live videos of what's going on. People are getting shot by rubber bullets. People are getting tear gassed. I watched a video of a couple of videos this weekend of like children getting tear gassed. Like, are you fucking okay? Um, Healthcare workers that are there... Like medics to help getting um, tear gassed. I, I don't understand. Or mace. Like I don't understand what's happening. People just speaking their mind. People speaking their mind out of pure frustration. Frustration that they've been fighting something for so long. So long. And it's still not being heard to the extent that it should be heard. Okay. It like... Yes, I don't agree with, I don't agree necessarily with the violence, okay? Um, The violent protesting. I think things can be done in a more peaceful way. But in saying that, the reason people get angry is because you've taken their voice from them. The reason people have to turn to aggressive protesting or violent protesting is because they feel like you won't listen to them any other fucking way. When they're sitting there protesting silently and protesting non-violently and you come in as a law enforcer, I understand you're trying to protect yourself too, but if you're protecting yourself from somebody who's not trying to hurt you, what are you doing? If you feel the need to walk up to somebody who's not doing anything and mace them or shoot them with a rubber pellet, rubber bullet, what are you protecting yourself from? Words? Despite all the shit that they've had to go through, despite all the shit that they've had to fight for, you're going to shoot them because of words? Come on. Things need to change, guys, and I know that I don't have the biggest voice here, but I am going to build my voice, okay? Regardless of what goes on in the world, my voice is going to be heard, even if it's heard by two people. I don't care. I don't care because the fact of the matter is I know my truth and I know that I'm fighting for what is right. But again, like I said earlier in this episode, I want all people, all my white people listening to this video or this, this podcast, go to your friends, go to your black friends and ask them, what can I do to help in this situation? Because I don't know what to do. That alone shows that you are on the right side. That alone shows that you are not ignorant. In this situation. That alone shows that you are not being silent. Because it's normal. It's natural to not know what to do in this situation. It's normal. But in order for us to know what we have to do. If we don't already know. We got to ask. It's plain and simple. I want to end off this episode with... um, An apology to all the families who have lost their children um, due to police brutality or the injustice of our justice systems. I want to apologize. My heart goes out to you. Um, And for everybody who is sitting back and watching, I need you to get up and do something about this. Fight for what's right. Have a voice. Show up. Go to a protest, be present, listen and don't ignore. It's important, I I promise you it's important. This is now, it's 2020, this shit shouldn't exist and it still does. This right now is the time to fight. This right now is the time for everybody, all races, all ethnicities, all backgrounds to come together and fight. It's not going to be easy, but the more people come together, the more people fight, the more people stand together against what is wrong, the better chance that we have of changing things. Um, on a different note, I would like to thank everybody who listened in on my first episode of the podcast and those of you who have messaged me on the side, uh, letting me know that you relate or that, um, you really enjoyed watching the podcast. I really, really appreciate you. Um, I love feedback. If you guys have any feedback, feel free to Instagram message me uh, or Facebook message me. Or if you have my phone number, feel free to text me and let me know or call me. Uh, I really appreciate the feedback. I really appreciate you guys listening. Um, this specific, uh, podcast episode, if you can, I would like you to share it with people because I think that this needs to be said. I think that the message that's being sent in this podcast specifically is extremely important. Um, so if you can, I would like you to share it with as many people as you possibly can. Uh, even those who are ignorant and don't probably don't want to listen because they don't see anything wrong with what's going on in the world. I especially want you to share it with those people. Because we need to open everybody's eyes. This is the time for the awakening. Let's do it together. Thank you guys again so much for watching. I will be making another episode this week. Um, I don't think I'm going to stick to a weekend schedule. I think it's silly because there are so many things that go on in the world. There are so many things that I need to talk about. And honestly, I think it's important to open the the world to seeing things in a different light and if it's going to be through my voice or through somebody else's voice I think it's important to do so so I'm going to probably um every time I make an episode I'm going to let you guys know on social media if you do follow me so um you'll know that way and then you can watch but I don't think I'm gonna right now stick to a specific schedule so thank you once again for watching the podcast sorry listening to the podcast um and I will see you guys for the next episode bye stay safe